financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello and welcome to our edition of Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners, and as always, my co-host, Tony Shore. Now, today we're going to be discussing market volatility and the emotions of investing and ways to successfully handle both. Now, this is a great topic that can be hard to face for many, many people, but we're going to talk about some ways to deal with this topic and, and, uh, and have a really good discussion about it. Well, yeah, I mean, emotional investing is something we've all suffered from. Well, I don't know about you ever in your life. You seem so knowledgeable, Eric. You've probably never had that issue. But wow, uh, you know, I remember back in the day when Apple first started becoming big. And um, and then I I could have gotten in and I didn't. And then I, I'm like, oh, I should have bought some Apple stock. Now they're huge. And so then I almost went and bought, but then uh, a wise person, this was before I met you, but you would have told me the same thing, said, why would you buy it now? It's way up. Wait until it drops a little bit or goes back down. So, you know, uh, you know whether that was good advice or bad advice, you don't want to invest. You know, a lot of people buy a stock just because they're into their products or because they worked for that company for 30 years. So all their money is in one stock, and that's not good. Well, I tell you, the the emotional aspect of it is you just touched on it, Tony. A lot of times people will buy someone's product, and they say, you know what, I'm going to buy some of their stock. And um, they don't have any idea about the, uh, the numbers behind this company. Uh, are they profitable? Uh, is the company on a growth trajectory? You know, they just like what they see, they like what they use, and they buy it. And so that's one way that, that people can get in trouble, uh, emotional investing. And so we'll talk about some of these things. Sure. Well, how's everything going at Nevada Retirement Planners? I know you've been really busy there, haven't you? Yeah, we have been busy. We've been having uh, lots of participation with folks uh, calling during the show, wanting to take us up on some of our, our calls to action uh, that we've been offering. We'll have another one this week, and, and that's that's been really good. And, and you know, weather, we're in those, uh, those, those waning weeks of beautiful weather, so we're just enjoying it. Uh, I know you have been doing the same, so uh, everything's good. I love coming to work every day. I love doing this show with you. Uh, love meeting with clients every week, so everything on my side, all boxes are checked positive. Excellent. I, that's what I like to hear, Eric, and uh, you're a positive guy, and that's one thing I like about you, and uh, you love helping people with their finances, and uh, 
I, I think this is uh, obviously market volatility and emotional investing are two things that uh, come up from time to time because they're in the news. Uh, it's it's on everybody's mind. And especially as we get older, we have to look at where our assets are and how they're doing to make sure we're going to have enough to make it in retirement. So to start us off, what insight could you maybe give our listeners on how to deal with emotional investing and, and the market? Well, I tell you, you know, uh, the emotional investing, we talked a little bit about, you know, where someone buys something simply because they like the product and they don't really have enough uh, information the way we would look at an investment to see if it's suitable uh, or not. But the other thing happens as well, Tony, where people will hang on to an investment because they have such an emotional attachment and they'll ride it down uh, in value as well. So I tell you, it's really hard to separate that emotion uh, that we have with our money. Um, and so that's where working with professionals can can really uh, pay off in the long run. And, and of course, we're in a place where market volatility, it looks like for the near future is, uh, is here to stay. But uh, managing the emotional part of it, uh, it's a big challenge. Uh, it's a difficult process to start with, investing uh, for laypersons uh, and investing for retirement. You're putting money aside for uh, a use that's, that's way down the road. And, you know, I think that you want to make sure you have all the necessary information you need so you can make educated, informed decisions that's going to benefit you in the long run and also benefit your loved ones. Uh, and so part of this being able to detach from the emotional side of it, I think it starts with understanding why you own certain holdings and investments and what are the benefits, what do they provide you of, uh, uh, why do you own this? And having that knowledge uh, and then being able to apply that to properly handle your portfolio uh, is a start. You know, if the, if the market becomes unstable, you know, I want my clients to have the confidence to wait, to, to, to make well-informed decisions, not emotional, turn on the TV, uh, pick up the phone and, and, and make a rash decision. We want to be able to uh, handle these changes and respond rather than reacting and making a panic decision uh, for trying to compensate this. So a lot of it goes back to just understanding why you have these different pieces of uh, your investments and what they do. Some things will will uh, go up in value faster than others. Some things will lose value than others. And understanding why you own all of these uh, uh, really helps for when these unexpected changes in market conditions uh, come up. And then have a game plan. Yeah. What is your game plan to follow through when the market's in flux? Uh, is the game plan to add more money uh, when the market's down? Or is the game plan to be more conservative in our asset mix to uh, address a falling market? Uh, but the main thing we want to do is avoid rash investing emotional decisions. That's where the real mistakes occur. And, uh, that's where I think when you work with investment professionals that manage your money, uh, those things can be, in most cases, avoided. Sure. And I think I hear what you're saying. A couple of things is one is to really understand what you have. That, that was one of your main points. But then in there, I also caught, uh, you know, it seems like what you were talking about there for a minute was 
the fact that when the market is volatile or has a big drop, like let's uh, for example, of the first of the year at the beginning of 2016, right. at the beginning of 2016, we saw the market open way, way down. And, and continue down. Yeah, and continue down. So what happened is people see this huge drop and then they say they panic or they get emotional and then they say, I got I got to get out. Or or when the market goes way up, they say, I got to get in. But what ends up happening is the opposite of what you would recommend your clients do or, you know, people like Warren Buffett, they they end up selling low and buying high then, don't they? They do. And so what what uh, I was doing specifically, uh, we know that our clients that are close to retirement and ones that are in retirement, uh, they're their assets are allocated in a way that we anticipate market volatility. And so they were able to basically just ride out this period of volatility and come through the other side and they saw accounts recover and they understood what was occurring. And they also understood that we were managing and watching and looking for opportunities. And coupled that with some of my younger clients that I know that they're going to be making contributions to IRAs or Roth IRAs. And so sure. I was reaching out to some of these younger clients saying, hey, this is a really good time to make your IRA contribution for the year. Don't know if you can do it all at once, but boy, wouldn't it be great if we could do it? Uh, and had lots of younger clients that did that exact thing. And uh, and so, you know, giving them the confidence to to know that this is the time when everyone else yeah. is fearful, this is the time I need to be uh, a little bolder. And of course, they saw what happened. Their accounts recovered and, and recovered uh, quickly because they were able to get some additional money at work in those market lows. And so, sure. you know, this emotional investing, when when we can help our clients detach themselves with this and look at the big picture, uh, it really, really helps in the long run uh, in, in, in every way you look at it. Uh, getting into the market or getting out of the market or just helping clients sometimes not make that rash emotional decision sometimes is the best way I earn my money. Now, obviously, you help people formulate an investment strategy, right? I mean, uh, what do people need to think about when they create an investment strategy? Well, I think that one of the things we want to talk about is is how comfortable are they are with price fluctuation, with the risk of that investment or the deviation, the standard deviation. Uh, so we want to make sure that assets are actively monitored and balanced based on their desired uh, risk profile. So, you know, some people we've discussed it many times are just more comfortable with uh, with increased risk and they look for that that bigger reward down the road and, and other people, they just, they just are not comfortable with it. So, uh, you know, whatever, whatever airplane that those people get on, we want to make sure that their trip is enjoyable. Um, and so if it's a client that, that really wants their accounts actively monitored and adjusted for risk, then that's what's going to happen. Uh, but managing these risk factors, we got to look at a lot of things, Tony, what's going on in the economy, uh, the market, uh, we want to look at the liquidity of investments that people are in. Uh, we want to look at inflation. We want to look at current interest rates. I mean, there are just so many things that go into these dynamics now. Uh, sure. And there's so much that needs to be considered that we think 
you know, carefully monitoring and actively managing their risk and strategy and investment performance is really the crux of a sound approach to long-term financial success. Yeah. Well, I think that makes perfect sense. And that sounds great. Now, what can you tell us regarding how to avoid making the wrong decisions when you're faced with market volatility or making decisions in the market as it goes up and down? Well, yeah. If I had the answer to that, uh, <laughs> I'd be retired, okay? Sure. But there, there are certain things that we can do that, that, that we know that we should stay away from. You know, when someone, you know, here's, here's an interesting thing. When there, there's so many commercials on every day that just scare the bejesus out of people. And they say, you know, it goes like this, you know, oh, the government is printing money and our debt has gone up this much. And what's the value going to be of the dollar down the road? And what I do with my finances is I buy gold. And, and you see all these pitches on television and, and there's a lot of people that will go, wow, that sounds really good. I'm going to buy some gold. But um, w when you explain to people that gold is a commodity and commodities oftentimes have the largest uh, fluctuations in price over the shortest periods of time, you, when you look at it that way and apply the risk aspect of it, you say, wow, old and go owning gold sometimes is exactly the opposite of what the folks on television are, take, are telling me. Uh, here I'm buying this, this precious metal that doesn't uh, just go up in value every every day that I own it. It goes all over the place. It's up some days, it's down some days. And so, you know, sometimes just being able to explain to clients uh, how all these investments work will arrive at the right decision. Uh, there's, there's times that people are going to question their long-term financial plans, especially when they're facing volatile markets and they might be tempted to rearrange their portfolio. But just keep in mind that volatility is a natural part of investing uh, and we just wanna manage it. When facing these challenging markets, uh, most cases it's beneficial to stay invested. Uh, this is because you never know when the market will experience its best trading days. And we don't want to miss those uh, those days. Uh, and so we want our clients to invest for the long run. A study conducted by Dalbar showed that the longer one held out of their investments, the better their return. And they looked at all types of time frames: three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years. And the pattern was repeated. Uh, it also suggests that people should diversify. We do this with every client, Tony, and that goes back to understanding why you own certain assets. Um, but you also have to keep in mind that just simply using diversification doesn't guarantee a profit and nor does it protect against a loss. Uh, you still have to have someone uh, that is going to really keep an active eye on what's going on, uh, but really never underestimate, underestimate the benefits of long-term investing. It takes discipline uh, to stay on track and to make sure you're gonna realize these investment goals. And it also takes discipline to not make rash decisions uh, when the market uh, is in flux. But I think uh, it all is underpinned by having a financial professional that you can trust that will help you make these best, uh, the best decisions for you and your family. I think it's vital. Yeah, I, it's so important, isn't it? I mean, uh, and a financial professional, you need somebody who's uh, has experience in this area and can help you make the right decisions and you've been doing this for a long time eric now are 
Our time is just about up for this first segment. We have to take a quick commercial break. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners out there today, Eric? Yeah, we just wanted to make an offer uh, with today's show since we're talking about market volatility. And and it's really hard for people to get a handle on this sometimes with their own investments. So I wanted to offer to our first 20 callers to do what's called a risk analysis profile of their investments. Uh, other people will call it a stress test. Uh, we just want to uh, take whatever investments that you own and run them through a, uh, an investment service like Morningstar that's neutral. Uh, and we can create a report that uh, basically shows you how you're invested and, and look at elements of risk uh, and do it like as a, uh, a second opinion. And uh, like your health, we think that uh, if you have any concerns about your investments, you should get them checked out. Uh, so take us up on the second opinion uh, portfolio analysis. Uh, first 20 callers will be happy to do that for you. All right. That sounds great. What's that phone number one more time, Eric? Oh, I'm sorry. Our phone number is 775-674-2222. All right, just one more time in case people are still writing that down. 775 is the area code, 674-2222. Awesome. That's an easy one to remember. I like it. And what a great offer for our listeners today, Eric. Thanks for that. Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to continue this discussion with Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners right after this. There may have been a time when the ups and downs of the stock market were exciting. But if you're retired or near retirement, for you that time has passed. A predictable return, a predictable income, and security may not be exciting, but your needs usually change as you grow older. When you're ready for a relatively more predictable instead of exciting financial plan, call Nevada Retirement Planners. We focus on crafting financial strategies that aren't exciting, but effective. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Nevada Retirement Planners. Visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek, and Tony Shore. Uh, coming to you uh, on Financially Tuned. Now, as an overview, we've been discussing how to deal with emotional investing in a volatile market. Yeah, and it's uh, it's been a great show. We've gone over a lot already today. You've got to be able to keep those emotions under control when and if you have to deal with the market, especially as unpredictable as it can be. So what are some ways our listeners out there, out there Eric, can stay sane in a crazy market? Uh, that's a really good question. So let's see the basics. Never watch television. Uh, yeah. Don't open your statements uh, if you're afraid <laughs> of what you're going to see. But aside from sticking your head in the sand, now we don't want to do that. Uh, but it's no. a good question. Um, you know, I came across this article. It was really good. It was prepared by Broadridge Investor Communication Solutions. And the title of it was 11 Ways to Help Yourself Stay Sane in a crazy market. Now, I'm not saying that our market is insane, but I would want You're to point not. out, no, Can I would I want to point that? out, yeah, <laughs> some people would say, what are you talking about? That's the dumbest thing you've said. But uh, some things to consider, uh, you know, the market, uh, it experienced its, uh, its most recent low uh, was back in 2009, in March of 2009, the Dow was a little above uh, 6,000. Now it's above 18,000. So, uh, you know, the Dow is essentially tripled uh, in value over these last several years. 
And, uh, you know, we might look at the future and say, you know, what what's in store for us? Uh, we got a presidential election coming up. We got Supreme Court justices. We have uh, congressional elections. What's going to happen next year? Uh, and the answer is we should be prepared for whatever unfolds next year. Uh, but, you know, this article, it, it provides so much insight on how to stay rational if the market uh, is unstable. Their number one advice to staying sane is having a game plan. Tony, I just cannot emphasize enough that when clients understand what they own and why they own it and how that fits into their game plan, it goes so far uh, into uh, that aspect of not being overly concerned. Uh, having predetermined guidelines. You know, if my account drops this much, this is when I've told my advisor uh, to put me on the sidelines for right now. So it could be a 10% drop over a day, a week, a month, whatever those guidelines are. But having those guidelines in place and recognize the potential for turbulent times, uh, it can help prevent emotion from dictating these decisions, uh, knowing why I own it. Uh, when the market goes off tracks, uh, I have clients that will call and they'll say, Eric, run me through uh, how I'm set up again. And just that process, a few minutes on the phone, uh, as people get reacquainted of why we have, you know, 10% here and 20% there, those asset allocations, um, it really helps people evaluate uh, whether they should hold, uh, regardless of what the overall market is doing or change course. Uh, and remember number three, that everything is relative. Uh, what we did uh, early this year is the market was selling off in, in, in January and on into early February. We were constantly monitoring where our clients were. So, uh, you know, about at the worst point, uh, the markets were down about 11% and we're looking at portfolios that uh, were down, but they were relative to that down spot in the markets. They were down about half. And so that perspective really put a lot of it uh in proportion and so you know remembering that everything is relative and and um you know just being able to compare it to a benchmark like that uh and then also just you know i tell clients like uh, this will pass uh, the reason the market sold off was we got economic news that uh, China's economy might be slowing down uh, and the dollar is continuing to gain steam. And all these things will work themselves out. We don't know if it's going to work itself out tomorrow or or next week or next month. But guess what? It did. Those uh, those things uh, work themselves out. Uh, I would tell people don't rush into selling assets. Uh, uh, it's usually a good thing to see what happens next. Uh a lot of times people will make a rash decision and they make their losses worse because yeah. they, they say, Hey, sure. I want to get out of this. I want to get into this. And they, and they just compound the issue. So, you know, keeping a sane mind and, and, and just, uh, maybe giving yourself a timeout. Uh, and the other thing is too, I certainly have done this. Uh, I would tell people to be willing to learn from your mistakes. Yeah, be willing to learn from mistakes. Uh, that's a say. It takes some of us longer, Eric. <laughs> well, we might have to make them once or twice, but boy, you make a mistake with your finances once, and uh, that's a tough lesson to learn. <laughs> it is, and and uh, and especially if you repeat it, if you don't learn from it. I mean, uh, holy yeah, smokes. That's that's the very definition of insanity right there. Yeah, that's it. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So. Um, it's good, though, you have to work with a financial professional because it can get complicated. 
And I tell you what, Eric, these are great tips uh, on preparing for market volatility and, and staying, uh, keeping your emotions out of it and keeping them in control. So uh, what are the other ways that you uh, would tell our listeners out there to uh, keep their emotions in check? Well, I would say that there's lots of things that you can do to help keeping your uh, to help keep your uh, emotions in check. And these are some of the emotions that that are very common. People have fear, you know, fear of the unknown or fear of loss. Those are things that stay with you because they're painful. Uh, and then there's uh, the other side of it where people uh, emotions might make them greedy. They might want to stay invested in a particular strategy because it's done so well and their greed keeps them in there. Uh, sometimes it's jealousy. You know, I want to keep up with my neighbors or my brother, uh, you know, anticipation, excitement. These are just a few of the emotions that that people experience when they're investing. And so, you know, I tell people it's normal. You know, it, it's not abnormal to experience these emotions, especially when your money's involved. And of course, wow. these are the things that I tell clients that, you know, could be stirred up by the media. My gosh, I mean, sometimes I just, I cannot watch the news. Uh, it just, it's it's too much information that does nothing sure. but make me feel unsettled uh, and everything. And, and sometimes yeah. the best thing to do is to talk to a child. Talk to ah. a little kid and let them bring you back to reality, uh, which they'll do, you know. Uh, That's great advice. Well, children are full of hope and promise and excitement uh -huh. and all that, you know. And, and so uh, uh, I know anytime I'm around little kids, I just feed off of their positive nature and, and the way they are. And it, and it certainly kind of puts things in perspective as well. So it I does. would encourage all people to compare your investments and relative benchmarks know what you have and find someone that you can work with that you can trust. Uh, I get the feeling sometimes, Tony, that uh, even my existing clients, when I visit with them, it, it, it's akin to going to their dentist, you know? I mean, how many people out there really look forward to going to their dentist? I Not have a great many. dentist, but I do I look I forward to going there? Uh, no, I don't look forward to going no. to the dentist, but it's a necessary thing that I have to do uh, for health and other reasons. Um, yeah. But here's what keeps me going to him. I trust him. When he tells me there that I go. have an issue and and I should, uh, and here's, here's a couple things you can do, Eric. Uh, you can wait until this issue gets worse or I can fix it right now. And here's a couple different ways we can address it. And what happens is when he explains the big picture uh, and gives me all these various options for how to address this, it just makes me trust him more. Yep. Because I'm sitting there going, he knows that this is painful. He knows I'm not comfortable here, but he's going to take the time to explain everything. So I have the complete picture and he's going to give me several different options to address it. All of those things benefit me, his client and they're all directed towards me. And so until he violates that trust, which will probably never happen, uh, he, he makes this painful experience of going to the dentist uh, a much more uh, positive experience. And I know the outcome is gonna be uh, much better. And so, you know, my clients know See, that, that's that great. 
I, I value this trust they place in me. And that's what I would tell our listeners that if you don't absolutely trust the professionals you're working with, please do what it takes to find that one professional that you absolutely trust and everything else is going to work out better. Yeah, for sure. Great advice once again, Eric. And that does it for today's show. We're out of time. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners before we go today? Yeah, hey, I just wanted to reiterate, uh, we've got uh, several folks that have already called and requested uh, the second opinion. Uh, the stress testing of their investment portfolios. So again, it's just like getting a second opinion, like you do at a doctor. Uh, if you were uncertain about your health and you went and saw your your normal physician and, and you just weren't certain that uh, he answered all your questions, uh, you might want to go see a, a, a second professional and get a second opinion, something like that. If you'd like to get a second opinion uh, and have a better understanding of what you own and how it relates to you, please give us a call at 775-674-2222 and set up a uh, no cost, uh, no obligation consultation. All right. That sounds fantastic. Thanks, Eric. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Eric Cheek and Nevada Retirement Planners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 